Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we empower, inspire, and uplift women to be the goddesses they were meant to be. I am your co-host, Julieta, also known as The Magical PT, coming to you from sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I, when I'm not podcasting, I am a physical therapist, and I have, I'm here in a, my private practice where I work very holistically, looking not just at your body, but your mind and soul as well. And additionally, I'm an artist. I do paintings. I create jewelry with the gifts of Mother Earth. I work with gemstones and, and crystals. And I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Allison. Hello, everybody, and sorry for those of you viewing us on YouTube. I keep looking over to the side. I've got puppies, so I keep, like, sounds like one of them was getting into something. I had to make sure he was behaving himself. <laughs> so my name is Allison Mancini. I'm excited to be here today. I also live in South Florida, just outside of Fort Lauderdale, um, but I'm originally a Michigander. been down here since 1993. We actually moved down. Did I ever tell you that? We moved down the February after Andrew, Hurricane Andrew. And we didn't have any comprehension of what a hurricane was. And so like all these, like it was a really big deal because, you know, Andrew like decimated all of like Miami's homestead, all of that. We couldn't even wrap our heads around it. We were like, oh, okay. Like, and now that I've like been through it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was like so traumatic. Anyway. Well, when you look at the, because I moved down in 94. Right, after and- yeah. In 94, you could, because st- I moved to South, South Miami, which yeah, was the you part still. that was worst hit. Yeah. I, like, there was still so much rubble from it. Yeah. And that was two years after. Yeah. So, you know, we've lived through how many hurricanes oh, now? Gosh. It's like, ah, yeah, hurricane's coming. A, yeah. Deal. But when you see, like, it gives you an idea of how yeah. that's I'll never forget. You know when it finally... Well, when it finally hit for me after that was we were going down to the Keys for a trip. And as you drove down the turnpike and went down through, you know, you go down like through that area and it was just like everything was just flattened. Like all the just like that. I was like, oh, that's what this is all like. And then it kind of clicks and you go, oh, my gosh. So, okay, totally digress. (laughs) It's all good. Anyway, so here we are in South Florida, originally Michigander. I am married to an amazing guy, my husband, Nick. We've been married for 28 years. I have a, a two children, 25-year-old son and a 22-year-old daughter. And I have two fur babies, two puppies, uh, one that's a year old and one that's 10 weeks. I might have lost my mind slightly, but it's all good. And I am a human resources director for a company called The Goal, G-O-A-L, Digger Girl. And we really just help women to show up authentically on social media, help them with their marketing. And then I am also a functional nutritionist. And that's really where my passions lie, is not only supporting women in my role at The Gold Digger Girl, but supporting them from a holistic 
functional nutrition standpoint where making sure that they're taking care of themselves with, from everything that they eat. Just like Julietta said, mind, body, and soul. We want to make sure that they're taking care of themselves in every possible way. So I'm excited to be here today because we have a new sponsor. Well, I'm always excited to be here on our interviews, but today is really super special because we have our own mugs now and we're so, oh yeah. Oh, there you can see it. Good, Julietta. Look at that. It's so pretty, isn't it? I love it. Our own Voices of the Goddess mug. So let me tell our audience about our sponsor. Alicia Botang Designs. She is a celebrity cup designer. She has been seen on, to name a few, Today Show with Hoda and Jenna, Reader's Digest, Forbes, Food Network, ABC, Fox, and MSN, Your California Life, Gift Shop Magazine, Sheen Magazine, and Lifestyle Magazine. Alicia is a mother of four. She's a wife and a passionate coffee lover. Alicia is a former wedding planner and has always been an exceptional creative individual. She turned an ordinary coffee cup into an extraordinary, dazzling, and empowering vessel that speaks volumes to women of all colors all over the world. And we love our mug, Alicia. Thank you. It is beautiful. And it makes my tea and my coffee feel extra special when I drink it. I swear it tastes better coming out. And this episode, I, I've, I've switched to water. You know, we, we record four episodes at a time. And I've had I'm enough on the tea for one day. I'm on the very yeah. end of coffee. <laughs> yeah. So so I'm on water now because I just, I've had enough coffee and tea for today. But I swear everything tastes better out of this mug. It's just so spectacular. Yeah. I'm going to drop her website too in here on the, um, yeah, you, know, you have to test them out because, you know. And in person, they look even more fantastic than, um, than you know, virtually here. But also, we're going to be doing a giveaway for these mugs. We have we have a couple to give away. Um, so if you join us in our Circle of Goddesses group on Facebook, um, we'll soon be posting um, what what you need to do to qualify to be in the running to win this mug and we will shortly have them available for sale on the website. They're not there yet, but, but they are coming. So if you need to get your own voices of the goddess mug, there are opportunities coming forth. Yes. And I would just encourage everybody to go check out her website because aside from our beautiful mug, there are many, many amazing, beautiful mugs on there for yes. everything you can think of holidays, causes you want to support. She makes a breast cancer awareness mug. That's beautiful. She, I mean, I just, they're, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. There's lots to choose from. So what I want to talk about today mm -hmm. is, and I'm thinking you might experience this in your nutrition realm as well, where people think that when they have a problem, they just have to do one thing mm -hmm. to fix it. And our human body requires continuous maintenance. You know, it is, it's designed to, to take care of itself. But the problem is, is that we do all these things to it that beat it up and, and you got to take care of it. And, you know, I, I, the example I always use for people is, you know, think about your car. You don't just drive your car off the lot and then never do anything. You have to keep putting 
gas in the tank. You have to keep air in your tires and, and keep the tires balanced and you got to rotate them and, and you got to get tune-ups. And you, there's always this stuff that you continually do. Some stuff you do on a weekly basis, some stuff you do on a monthly basis, some stuff you do on a yearly basis, but you don't just expect that your car is going to run automatically forever and ever. Well, some people try and do that and they end up with their car broken down on the side of the highway. It's the same thing with our human bodies. And if we don't, you know, unless you're like living in a plastic bubble where nothing is happening to you and nothing is, is affecting your body negatively, you're going to have to do things to tune it up. And there's lots of ways to do it and take care of it. You know, I always tell people, my way is not the only way, but the important thing is that you do something on a regular basis. And, um, you know, Allison, you've come to me and you've gotten your body balanced, but it doesn't just stay balanced because you go out and you live life. And so you need to, you need to come back again. Hint, hint. <laughs> we were just talking about this last night. No, it's true. I mean, it's the same thing that goes for whether you're looking at it from your perspective or nutrition perspective, yeah, you can have those nights where you go out and you have that big chocolate cake at dessert and you eat fried food, whatever, but you'll pay for it and you need to like rebalance and get yourself back in and give it good nutrition is the same thing. I was just telling Julietta, I was complaining to her yesterday. I'll just fess up since you're calling me out. <laughs> I was complaining because I have an issue on one foot and I have an issue on the other knee. And when I'm, my body's out of balance, I can tell because they both start bothering me and they hurt and they don't, they, I'm not able to do all the things that I want to do. So I know that if I just go see Julietta, she will balance me out and I will be much better. I just am being stubborn. So there you go. <laughs> I'll just say it. All right. Should we bring our guest on? We should. We should. All right. Okay. Hello, Emily. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. We are excited to have you. And speaking about bodies, why don't you tell our audience a bit about you and what you do? Absolutely. So my name is Emily Lauren Dick, and I am the author of a book called Body Positive, A Guide to Loving Your Body which is a self-help guide filled with journal prompts, information about body image, quotes from real women that I interviewed, and also unedited images of those women that I photographed. <laughs> I was taking a look at it before we got on live today, and I was like, this looks like a great book. A great, And I think for really any age, because there's whether it's young girls having body image. I mean, I know women that are older than me had to have body image issues. Yeah. So yeah. the thing is we, we wrote it for young women, but I have had so many women of all ages saying mm -hmm. that the content really just applied to, to them and they've never felt this way or felt this understood until they, they actually read and, and, and sort of started to understand how body image works. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. So important and so needed, especially in this day and age. We were talking with a previous um, guest on one of our interviews about, you know, just, I mean, I have kids that are 22 and 25 and my 22 year old is a girl and the, what they see on social media every day. My son actually made this comment to me back when he was like, he was like 16 or 17. Um, we were having a conversation about about what people have and people that don't have and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, mom, you don't understand. He's like, 
it's in front of our faces every single day, day in and day out of mm -hmm. all these people that have all these things. And the sad part about that is, is that most of the time it's not even true. And they're not necessarily even happy because they have those things. Yeah. And, you know, and it's the same thing goes for body image. Like you can see this beautiful, what, what maybe one person would think is like this amazing model looking body, but that doesn't necessarily mean she's got it all and, and happy and right. So exactly. Yeah, and our society prioritized the, the yeah. look, the perfection over, mm -hmm. over everything else. And, and like you said, not just the physical body, but how we live our lives, right? We have to appear like everything is so perfect that we're, you know, never changing, that we're never having hard times and, and things mm -hmm. like that. So we really need to normalize humanity, our realness. Yeah. Yes. We talk about that often. Like we get one of the comments we get from people is like, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid to come on your show. I don't, I've never done this before. And we're like, eh, who cares? Like we want to be real. Like we don't, I, we've had dogs barking in the background. <laughs> we've had, I've had to get up and go deal with a puppy. I mean, it just, I mean, it's life, it's life. Yeah, yeah. It's totally life. And I think we need to see more of that. I well, think, think about how many women don't want to do our show because we do go live uh, on YouTube, YouTube, so you can see mm -hmm. you can see it. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, if it was only if it was only audio, maybe I would do it." But I don't want to be in front of the camera. I'm like, we come in front of the camera. Sometimes we have makeup on. Sometimes we, we don't. don't. Yeah. Sometimes my hair is styled. Sometimes it is just what it is. <laughs> Sometimes I forget to even put on a nice shirt, and I'm like, really, I wore that to be on camera today? Oh well, it's you know, it's sometimes all we have our nice backgrounds. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes. Exactly, <laughs> you, you can do whatever you want. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's all about being real. So, yeah. all right. Well, we got questions to dive into, Emily. So I'm going to ask you the first question, which is. What is one book that you wish every goddess would read and why? Well, other yes. than my book, Body the most recent book that's really inspired me down the path that I'm on right now um, is a book called Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. Um, it's just really empowering. Um, and I felt like it was talking, you know, speaking directly to me um, and my journey. And it's really just about being authentically yourself and spreading your light around. And I think that's a, a great message. And, you know, we all need to that, that, that push to, to keep going and, and to be loud and, and make a difference and, and make our change and make our mark on this world. That reminds me of that. If you've seen that meme that says, you know, let your weirdo light shine bright so that exactly the other, weirdos can other find people you. will be inspired because of how how you act by being yourself. And and we're not going to be for everyone else. You know, we can't please everyone. We need to please ourselves first and and the right people will will be attracted. Absolutely. All the time I say I'm not for everybody. There are people that don't like me. And I laugh. The people that love me, they're like, what do you mean? I think everybody <laughs> loves you. And I'm like, you'd be surprised. I, I'm definitely, definitely not for everybody. And the more authentic that you can be, the people that are attracted to you are going to be people that you're really going to. I talk to people who are like hanging out with people they don't like just because yeah. they don't want to be alone. And it's like you realize that you're with those people because you're trying to be someone that you're not. 
if you mm -hmm. are your true self, you're going to attract that tribe of people that you want to be around. Exactly. And you'll be happier because of it. Very cool. I, I saw that book like I don't, maybe I was like looking for other stuff on Amazon, but it came, it passed through my, and I was like, oh, that looks interesting, but I did nothing. So now I might be inspired. You to should. Get it. It's, it, it was great. And she's written a couple other ones after it that I'm starting to read now as well. And just, I had seen someone on Instagram post that they had read it and, and I went and bought it and that's how it works. But I loved it. And I'm so, so happy that I came across it. Yay. All right. Our second question is because in general, as women, we're always caring for other people. We tend to neglect ourselves. It is super important for us to do things to take care of ourselves. So what is your favorite self-care practice and how does it support you? I think for me, self-care is really whatever makes you feel good, whatever recharges you. And sometimes the type of recharging we need is is different, right? So sometimes I, I need to be around my family eating pizza and watching movies. And then other times I just need like complete solitude, quiet, alone time, listen to music, do a little writing, journaling, things like that. And those are the things that really I find fill my cup in there. You know, it doesn't have to be about fancy bubble baths and, and, uh, you know, spa days and whatnot. But, um, but those are the small things that that really work for me and that I can incorporate more often than than not. Yeah, that's, it's, um, I think it's really important to listen to what you need in the moment, because mm -hmm. it can be different things that you need at different times. And, that meditation that made you feel great one day might just be an annoyance on a different yeah, day. Like maybe you need to dance it out and go crazy the next day. Right. And other times you just need to be like, chill. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There are some days I literally just like, I'll walk into my family room and I just lay out, like lay flat on the floor yeah. and just lay there. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I just need to just do that. <laughs> exactly. I just need to get off my feet and just lay. <laughs> yeah. I love it. True. All right. So our next question for you is, so there are days as women that we wake up and we're not totally feeling like we've got it all together, or maybe it's been one of those mornings where it seems like everything's going wrong, just a bad day. What do you do to help you get through those days that are just not quite going your way? Well, if I need to like actually show up and I can't just like shut myself off from the world, mm -hmm. <laughs> what I like to do is envision my day once it's done. Um, so I actually worked with a coach and she gave me this tip. And if there's something really stressful that's going on in my life or something that I'm not looking forward to or I'm dreading getting through, she tells me to mentally picture myself, you know, like sitting on the couch at the end of the day. What am I doing? How do I feel? And really tap into to the, you know, the, the feeling of it's done. I'm good. I'm there. And then sort of remind yourself that you're going to be there sooner than than later. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing I do is really like words of affirmation, just whether I sometimes I need to say them out loud if I'm pupping myself up for something. Sometimes I just think of them, you know, I'm strong, I'm brave, I got this, you know, just those things to like mentally give yourself a, a good pep talk so that you can get going mm -hmm. if you need to. <laughs> I love, love, love that picturing the end of your day, you know, getting to the end of your day. Cause 
Cause really it is all about how we picture it. Right. Like yeah. if, cause if we're having a bad day, what we tend to be is like, Oh, well that just went wrong. And that went wrong. Now yeah. everything, you know what I mean? We go we that think about only the, the worst things that right. are happening. Like, Oh, I'm going to be standing up talking to people or I'm going to have to right. do this. Don't think about those things. You're going to get through those things. Yeah. Think yeah. about the end when you're like, ah, oh, I did a good job. Yeah, I talked to everyone. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think that's a great idea. It's really important. Cause you know, it's all about, and not only just visualizing, but like you said, even feeling it, like sitting down and being like, Oh, that felt like that was a good day. You know? Yeah. I love that that tool. Okay. So our next question for you is what is a one life event? It could be a great one. It could have been a difficult one, but really an event in your life that's just really formed who you are today. I think there's not like one defining moment, but I think the type of family I grew up in really has catapulted me into the type of person I am. Um, I grew up with really entrepreneurial, philanthropic family members um, who really created this supportive environment for me to flourish, become what I wanted to become. And they really accepted that I needed to do all kinds of different things at once. So like some people might find that flaky or, you know, non-committal, but like I would perfect one thing and then I'd be like, this is not my forever. Let's move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And all those things kind of together have turned into skills that I now use doing what I'm doing now mm-hmm. and what I'm building now. And, um, you know, had I not had that environment, that, you know, space to really change Um, I don't think I'd be who I am today. I think I would be very stifled. I think I would be, you know, scared (laughs) to do things, to try new things. And I'm just very thankful for, for having that type of environment because not everyone is, is as lucky. No, it's great. Juliet and I talk about that a lot because when I was growing up, you found a job and you did a career and that was it. Like you did that career. That's what you Mm -hmm. did. And none of this other stuff or these additional, whatever you want to call it, a side hustle, yeah, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But now I even had this conversation with my son, who's 25, when he first graduated college and was going into the work world. And I'll never forget, he called me up one day, he took a job selling insurance, which we were like, okay, because you know, they grab a lot of these kids coming out of college to do that job, right? And I'm like, listen, give it a try. You never know. You could be amazing at it. He was like two months into it and he calls me up. He's like, would you be really disappointed if I quit this? I'm like, not at all. I'm like, listen, I'm like, I never want you to pigeonhole yourself and say, okay, this is it. This is what I'm doing. I said, because you are going to change and grow as you mature and as you get older Mm -hmm. and what you're doing now may not be what you're doing 10 years from now. And that's okay. Like it's all right. And I think it's, you know, even my dad, like my dad has no clue what I do because he cannot wrap his head around the fact that I don't have a quote unquote job. I like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I don't even talk, I don't talk to him about my work at all because he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. And I'm like, it's okay. It's all right. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I do love that. A a TED talk. There's someone that has a TED talk speaking specifically to this topic about- Yeah, like, and we need those people that are stable because some people are stable like that. Yes. And then, and then there's those of us that like have to do like 20 million different things. And we need need both kinds of people to make life work. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So it's okay. You can you can be in either category and it's completely okay. Yes, mm-hmm. just be yourself. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's great that you were brought up in that environment because I think that that's not as common. It is becoming no, more yeah. common now, but it's definitely not as common. So I think that's very cool. I do too. <laughs> All right. So if you wanted to leave our audience with one thing from our time together today, what would it be? I think the one thing I would want everyone to walk away with is knowing that they should give themselves the compassion to grow and change and become whatever they want. Um, you know, we we are allowed to change physically, mentally, um, and no one should ever feel like they can't change because they m- might have thought differently before. Um, you know, like, oh, I used to think that, so I have to stick with this. Um, you know, we we should grow. We should learn more things. And we really need to take away all the shame and guilt about that. You know, we don't need to, to dwell on the past. We need to move forward, be authentic, and give ourselves compassion and, and grace to, to become what we're meant to become. I love that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) So Emily, thank you so much for being on our show today. It has been such a pleasure to have you. I was telling Allison before you came on the show, I'm like, just looking at your stuff. I had this, this idea of what your energy was going to be like, and it's exactly what, what I was imagining. Oh, thank you. The sweet, <laughs> joyful thing. So um, loved having you. I hope everybody goes and checks out your book, and because um, it's definitely a message that that all women need to hear. So uh, thank you, thank you for being you. Thank you. Um, we want to thank Alicia Botang, our sponsor and creator of our amazing Voices of the Goddess mug, and thank you to our audience and. Uh, you know, we know we wouldn't we wouldn't be nothing if we didn't have our audience. So we really appreciate you listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe, follow, like, share with your friends. Um, all of that helps us boost us and keep us going. And um, if you want to get in touch with Emily, Allison, or myself, check out the show notes, our contact information, our social media websites. All of that good stuff is in the show notes. And if you want to. If you want to get Emily's book, I'm sure you can check out the show notes and find how to get that there. There it is. uh, Did I get everything? I think you got everything. I think you covered it all. (laughs) All right. So with that, I want to wish everybody a magical day. Thank you.